So what is the best and worst things about working in the service industry? Oh, um, what, um, worst thing is, I mean, people are so, people are essentially <laughs> just hideous <laughs> monsters. I work in quite a lot of fancy places though. So it's a lot of quite entitled people. It's like older, a lot of older women who I think have a lot of unrepressed trauma that they oh. take out on me oh, <laughs> over Jesus. bread. No, it's not that, it's not that bad. I actually quite like it. It's quite easy. The best part is that it's like, you know you're weak, so you're like, oh, I have that day off, and I can just schedule yeah. stuff around. Like, if you do an open shift, you can just like, you know, you just have the evening off. He's like, okay, cool, and then like, yeah, you just you, you segment your time very well. Yeah. So, so have you ever worked in service job? I did, um, sort of. Yeah. Like one of my first jobs when I was a kid was a Saturday job, mm-hmm. cleaning tables and and um, at a, at a local music school. Okay, on cool, sat- nice. On a Saturday, or like. Under the table, thirty. I'm under the yeah, table, yeah, yeah. thirty quid. That's um, not bad. That's not bad. Just for cleaning um, tables, or just the whole. No, I was just cleaning tables, setting things up, and um, just helping out basically. Because okay, I used cool, to actually nice. go to, I used to actually go to the music schools. And yeah, play. and I then just it. on the flat, on the on the side, they just sort you out. Yeah, that's it. Because um, they knew the family, they knew my family, and that kind of stuff. Mm. And I used to play violin, so I kind of stopped when. I, funny enough, I yeah. I think I stopped around about 15, and that was like around about the time that they let they let they decided to let me go as well at the same oh, time. Oh wow! So, <laughs> <laughs> two birds, one stone. Still two one, birds yeah. and one stone. Yeah. Um, and I've done things like working top well because I used to do working summer camp and stuff. Yeah. I've worked oh, in tuck shops, and one of the actually one of the um, places I used to work because I did I did some uh, work as a kids. Mm-hmm. In France, so I had to meet parents then. So I kind of see that as sort of working in the service industry. Yeah, it's sort of similar. With, yeah, you sort of have to do with parents and that, and they can be, they can be. <laughs> I'm um, really paranoid about my bad voice. Sorry, that's what that was. Sorry, no worries. Um, but yeah, they can the, be. Sorry, yeah, they can. they can be an interesting bunch. Yeah, I've heard every story. Every story because I always assumed working with kids would be like. I mean, these days would be like you know they're jumping on tables and. Fortnite dancing and mm. asking you what the fox says. Or oh, what the fox but says! Like, <laughs> but like they, I don't. Every time I hear people who've actually worked with kids, they, it's never consistent. Like, no, the stories. No. Um, well, the kids are fine. Well, the kids are generally fine. Yeah. Uh, it's parents that can be really? the interesting ones. But then again, the kids can often emulate the parents' behavior. So mm-hmm. I guess that's fair. Apples yeah. don't the, fall too far from trees. The, the thing with parents is so real. With, I work in this cafe and you know they come in with big prams and, yeah. and they just because they leave in a state like and it's not the kid's fault because yeah. the kid is just like being a kid and like you know opening 50 sugars or whatever yeah. and trying to make a potion Yeah. and like and then the, the parents will just roll out and leave it just completely decimated and yeah. I think it's like oh our life is messy yours is too it's like no, this is <laughs> like they, oh, it's just the worst yeah do you often like see Parent or parent clicks as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, they literally—I have to do like it's like a total wipeout trying to get through. <laughs> they start, they roll in with these huge tanks, and you're just like running, like they—they'll block the actual kitchen. Stuff oh, I can then, imagine. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, they're just insane. <laughs> and so, do you, I'm guessing you kind of get. Have you seen the sitcom Motherland? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Is it a bit like that? You where you'll get some parents who are kind of like normal, kind of like they'll sit down yeah, and, yeah. and just have a chat, but then you'll get the yummy mummies mm, in inverted Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there's, there's, a sort of, um, there's a sort of uh, 
there's just an energy of like I don't know. I, I just feel like they just are ready to throw down <laughs> like any when they, they don't get the exact coffee or whatever. It's a lot of um. But yeah, I I don't we don't hang out that much. Hey guys, chilling. What are you doing? You and the mums that hang yeah, out. Me and the mums don't hang out. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. I'm not there. I'm just for a cup of tea. But they uh yeah they just like I mean there was one woman who um so we do all these like quite fancy cakes and they're all out in the window and she she comes over and with her bare hand grabs an apple oh, pie and br- this is before you know we, we start washing hands like religiously um, have you happy birthday today that's the question I have yeah I'm <laughs> happy birthday twice I'm, I, I'm getting like a rash that's how much I'm washing my hands it's actually really embarrassing yeah um, but my friend actually told me that he's been what, doing the happy birthday but singing it like Marilyn Monroe to JFK oh, so he's Jesus. doing it for so he's just at the sink. Mr. Like, President. Just to really get into the nooks and crannies there. So it does it twice, too. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he... So she grabs this cake, and, like, I'm vocally <laughs> reacting, like, oh, okay, and, like, trying to be chill, because I was like, hey. And then she, like, throws it on this plate, and it's like, okay. And she used the wrong plate, and I, like, move it. She's like, why can't I use that plate? I'm like, okay, fine, just please leave. And I ask her, like, don't... Listen, next time you're in here, just let us grab the stuff. It's a yeah. health and safety thing. She's like, well, I've seen you use the gloves and then handle money and then handle food again. So that's not very hygienic, is it? And I was like, can I went through the motions? Like, I don't know if you did see that, but I can't prove it. Like, and then she, and I was like, well, just next time, bring your own gloves, maybe. Yeah. And then she was like, stormed off and complained about the coffee too. They're never, they're just never happy. No. Yeah. It's but- not about... It can't be about the cake though. It's not. I mean? It's a, it's I it's probably about their husband is away on work and yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. know that there's a good chance that they're getting cheated on. Yeah, there's something like that, yeah. And it's just like and they know they know cake. Everything else is so uncertain and they know how I, cake should be. I'm genuinely picturing Lucy Punch's character from Motherland in this. Oh, she was um older and fronier, I would say. <laughs> 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 kind of, like a rave like she could transform into a raven and fly away <laughs> with the with the energy. It was so I mean and that happens all the time, like those just grab stuff with the bare hands of you. What's wrong with that? But like, like oh, that's not okay, anymore. That's a real sense of entitlement. that's a real sense of entitlement. Like, you just wouldn't do that. It is entitlement, yeah. It's like because I've worked in pubs too, and people in pubs, it's kind of like, it's sort of, you know, like, Bob, like, like music snob, like, older, like, dads who, like, know, like, really talk about music all the time, and, like, but, and, and, and when they complain about a pint, it's kind of general, there's no energy there, it's just, like, general, like, I just want to know that, and then, but there's energy. Yeah. With the complaints of the cafe, I don't know. What, I guess it's the coffee. I don't know what it is. Uh, well, how do you find what? How do you compare working in a pub to working in a cafe? Pubs are funner, but the cafe I worked at was like, because oh, I just quit, was like, um, what was it? I would say it's kind of like it just there's a weird. I was never really felt in this because after pub work, right, you go and you drink or you yeah. have, or you just you can just chill out and it's bonding like that better. But with cafe, I was like. Uh, like we're just kind of hanging out through the day. I would say, um, but I've never worked at any good pubs. Like I've worked at like, and every pub I've worked at, the, the, the owner has never been either nice or stable. Like they have to choose one or the other. Oh. Um, there was like there was a guy I worked. This was back in like 2016. I worked in this pub, and uh, the guy used to dress up as a pirate a lot, and he would. Um, I remember one night. Wait, 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 what? He would dress up as a pirate, <laughs> wait, yeah. And he would um 
and and also a cowboy. He just liked pirates. Like if you ask him about it, like so he dressed up as a pirate, man, what's going on? And he'd be like, um, I just like it. And like that's usually that would be fine if he didn't if he was wasn't also like super racist as well. Oh great. Like any a kind of charm. Pirate. Yeah, <laughs> any kind of charm or like quirky thing to do is instantly ruined if you also, you know. What kind of racist, racist things would he do? Um he was very Islamophobic was the big one. Oh great. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he voted for Brexit. Oh, um, I mean, and not, the, and they, not saying that everyone who's over Brexit is racist. <laughs> this guy was. This guy. Yeah. This guy. He, but it was weird because like they would make me seem they would like gaslight me for being like, hey, don't be, come on, or don't tell those kind of jokes or whatever. And they'd be like, ooh, crazy Daniel, he hates racism. <laughs> and they'd be like, mate, this is yeah. But anyway, he would dress up as a pirate. He also did this weird thing. So this was around the time the trailer for The Force Awakens had come out. Oh dear. And he watched the trailer. And threw up. No, no, no. He <laughs> loved it. And then, so he watched the trailer, and then he watched the Darth Maul fight scene from Episode One. And then he watched the trailer again. And then he watched the Darth Maul fight scene again. And then he watched the trailer again. Then he watched the Darth Maul fight scene again. Then he watched the trailer again. He watched the Darth like five times in a row, four or five times. And I got to the fourth and was like, "Hey, so you're watching the, you're watching the trailer again?" And I dead-eyed me like like a shark was yeah. like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what's, so, the, what's the problem with that? I don't like, know. Yeah, you got... <laughs> right, it was just like, surely the beats of that fight, you're over it by then. Like. Yeah, and the Dark Wolf fight wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, it, it was so... no, it was no, um, it was no, it was no early days, big no. shifting of savers. <laughs> Have you seen the new one? I haven't seen the new one, no. I haven't seen Is the new it... one either. I kind of got over it. I was... I, Thank were you, you. Were you a big Star Wars guy. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I, w- I like it as much as the next guy. I mean, yeah. seemingly no one likes Star Wars anymore, so yeah. I guess I like it more than the next guy. Yeah. Yeah, did you... But you didn't see it? No, movie, like, yeah. I think by the time I'd seen Solo, the hype for me had died down significantly. Yeah. And I was just like, right... So I I I did not like Solo. Yeah, I didn't see Solo. I went. Uh, Rogue One was great. I like Rogue One. I saw that one. That, I've got, that was the only time where Darth Vader actually scared me. Yeah, like I thought when, that too. That's a really cool entrance for him and like, exit, I guess. Like when he's um, when he's just appearing through the smog and the and smoke. Throwing everybody. And like, yeah, and that is, that was terrifying. Yeah, that was cool. I did like that too. I liked all of it, but I knew I'd like it because they described it was like a space heist movie yeah. and it's like a ragtag bunch. I'm a sucker for all of that. Yeah, yeah. Good, but it was cool. I liked, uh, it was weird because they used that, uh, yeah, that CGI. Who's the guy? The general guy? The actor? They used him and they CGI'd him completely into the scene. I know. Really spooky. I can't remember his name, but yeah. Because yeah. um, I saw, yeah, because I saw around the time that Carrie Fisher had passed away. Yeah. So seeing Carrie Fisher was like a nice, almost felt like a nice. Oh, that's actually yeah. I got quite touched, yeah. quite emotional. Yeah. Because it was like. But I think, as I said, the hype for me had died down by Solo. So yeah. by the time this. The new one of um, the, the what's it called? The last the not, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. By the time that had been announced, and by the time that was released, mm. I was just like, I, I might see it. Yeah, I was so I was, I like like I like them. I just I just was like, I don't want to go see this one. Sound it doesn't sound great. And like it was, yeah, it was just. I mean, you know, so you're not gonna you're not gonna be a Disney Plus. Guy, you're not gonna get into the uh, Disney Plus series. Or no, that, not yet. No, not yet. Um, I'm not willing to pay fifty quid a year. Yeah, that's for what Disney. I'm yeah. Like, 
I love I love Disney movies as much as the next as much yeah. as the next person, but like mm. no, there's there's other things I think we need to spend our money on other than another streaming platform. Yeah, yeah. They're probably going to keep trucking now that we're all inside all the time, right? Like they're oh, going to keep on going through. That's true. Yeah. Um, so cinemas have like stopped releasing films. But actually. Yeah, they pushed back James Bond until November. You know, Quiet Place 2, they're pushing that, they're pushing that back. Oh, I thought that was out. I no, they pushed it back. I like that one because it says uh, the tagline, silence is not enough, and that's yeah. how I feel all the time. <laughs> like, like they, why the, I don't know why they didn't call it a quieter place. That would <laughs> Or the quietest place. The quiet, if you thought this place, the last place was quiet, get a load of this, yeah. is the title. Well, the thing is, like, there are moments in a quiet place where they weren't being quiet. Yeah, someone pointed out how. I remember there was a bit. There was someone who was like, "Oh, they don't account for if someone like farted, they died." <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that just ruined the whole movie. But then again, I suppose if well, actually, they're gonna be eating. They're gonna be eating like a mainly plant-based diet, so of course they're gonna be farting and stuff. Yeah. Unless it's gonna be like they're all silent but violent people. Yeah. <laughs> It, that would that would happen with like uh, evolution, right? Yeah. <laughs> the future is silent but deadly farting all the time. Everyone exactly. Is. So how? Yeah. So and, and you got kids and kids fart a lot. Yeah. Right? yeah how yeah. did they survive that for that long? Yeah. Honestly, it's um, John Krasinski's got a lot to answer for. He does. He is not. <laughs> he is not going to say it. All he's going to do is just talk about the fucking FBI again. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, he wrote and directed the film. Well, yeah, he co-wrote yeah. and co-directed the film. Ooh. That's. That's a long way. He's come a long way, man. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I mean, he was always good at being quiet, doing that face. <laughs> he was always, that was like his main thing. He was probably like, if I could do this all the time, mm. my career would shoot off. Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of, that kind of um, feeds into a point I made a long time ago. Mm. Like, the, the one, the, the actors who do the most comedic things or the comedians, they always have a darker side to, darker <laughs> side to them. Yeah. He was like, uh, yeah, well, there's that whole thing about people that can do comedy can also do acting, like, because comedy is, like, a whole other discipline. Have you seen yeah. One Hour Photo with uh, Robin Williams? No, I haven't. Is it, is it good? Oh. Oh, wait, I, is that, he, is he, he's a murderer in that one? He's or? not a... Mm, I don't want to ruin it. Don't want to get, yeah, get okay. too much away, but he plays a, um, a photo developer at a, um, a, photo, a photo shop. Yeah, he is, I mean, he is great. Like, was he's, great. He's, he was he, great, He is yeah. dead now. Wait, what? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> the guy that didn't hear. I know, right? It was a real sh- no. I that that one really upset me too. I remember that was like the. Uh, what was I watching with him recently? All I can think about is Pan, and that's not the one. Like that's a great movie, but it's not. Maybe like, Hook. Hook. <laughs> Pan, yeah, Pan. Pan is the Hugh Jackman one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. Saying, I haven't seen it either. I, I it, it wasn't. Uh, I thought it would be good, but it didn't. It didn't like. I don't know. I guess Doolittle is carrying on that mantle of like I want. I kind of want to see Doolittle just to see how bad it is. I I do want to see. I've heard there's like historically bad production on Doolittle. Oh movies. yeah, it went like, on for ages, yeah. man. But this that, one and the old the Rex Harrison one apparently it also had a nightmare filming. Like it's just a cursed movie. Not, but and the Eddie Murphy one did fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a real trilogy now, back to back. See the Doolittle, all the Doolittle movies. Well, they made. That's American. In the Eddie Murphy, in the Eddie Murphy do little, in the Eddie Murphy do little universe, they made about six films of that. Seriously? No. They yeah, they did. Six. They did. They made uh, Doctor Doolittle one and two of Eddie Murphy, but then they did they yeah, spin, no, no. they did um, three spin-off films. Oh God. With Who his is? with his daughter. 
Oh, okay. One of his daughters. One of his daughters. Sure. Well, weirdly enough, it wasn't the one that I'm going really into detail. No, about please, this. I want to know about okay. the, the Doolittle verse. There was a there was an older daughter who, in the at the end of the second one, spoiler alert for those of you who weren't around in 2001 <laughs> when this film came out, Damn it. who found out that she could also speak to animals. Okay. But because that daughter was um, played by Raven Samoa and she was a much bigger actress than the right, younger daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the third one focused on the, <laughs> young, the younger the younger daughter who we didn't know could speak to animals right yeah. but then the next three films after that focused on her and the dog who was voiced by norm mcdonald wow yeah so norm mcdonald oh, has been in six dr doolittle mo- dr doolittle movies <laughs> i mean his energy speaks to someone being in three. <laughs> he's just so like, yeah, no, he's six. broken his brain. Yeah. <laughs> All six, he finished. Six Doctor Doolittle movies. Four yeah. of which, well, four of which went to D- went straight to DVD. Mm. Oh, yes. That's a marathon. That, that is, is a marathon. Yeah. I think we should have, I think that's what the next podcast should, well, someone needs to do a podcast about. Yeah. I wonder if there is purists of, you know how like people talk about the old, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that was real Spider-Man. That's like really the good stuff. Doctor Doolittle. And there's Doctor Doolittle diehard. Like, they don't know. This new Downey Jr. shit is there, man. They got to get Murphy back. That that had a really big voice cast, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was the classic Zendaya's Nietzsche effect. You know what I mean? Zendaya's Zendaya was in it. No, it was the. Did you see that? You know that video of um, it was uh, it was about uh, uh, some like animated movie and this guy did this it was like a song about you know you see like it's always like celebrity names yeah. with a character whose name is just a nonsense word yeah, yeah. so it's like what was it like Sam Raimi not Sam Raimi Rami Malek. I'm yeah. confusing all my yeah Rami Malek's yeah. in the film he's in it yeah 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 and um, Tom Holland's in the film as well yeah John Cena John Cena's in it John Cena's John in Cena it. has one of the just speaking of energies one of the most uncanny interviews I, I've ever seen. Have you seen the movie Bumblebee? <laughs> I, lo- I really like that. I, I saw it on a plane. It's not bad. Like it got me through I saw some it turbulence. The, I, I, yeah. I saw it in the cinema. Oh man, how, you're I'm, a real. I'm a, a transformer. I'm, real, I'm really we're in in the room with a Cenobite. Yeah. I don't know what they would be yeah, called. With the um, c- uh, C-nights. C-nights. <laughs> It's like a biblical group the sea nice. But he he's really good at that movie, but I felt like they just couldn't capture his energy because he is not like he's not like a meathead guy. Like no. he's not he is a weirdly like soft spoken he looks like he like looks at frogs and wonder what they think. Yeah. Like, and then in interviews he's like when he comes he's across really and, he awkward. and yeah, he's really like insular and almost like a Mr. Rogers kind of yeah. but he's also this big <laughs> Big, huge, short-wearing guy. So like, it's he, I'm obsessed with it. I've watched so many interviews with him. Like, who are you? I can't figure you out. Well, I suppose yeah. like when you're a wrestler, you have to be able to act. Mm, yeah. Well, not well, but like. Yeah. Oh, it's all performance, isn't it? Well, you know, he was nearly. I remember hearing this tidbit about John Cena. That he, Go on. He auditioned <laughs> to play Ron Stoppable in the Kim Possible series, and he didn't get it. And in an interview, saying he took that as a sign to go into wrestling. So him not getting Ron Stoppable, you got a sign from the universe to say, because someone had offered him wrestling at the time that he lost that job. He was like, I'm not going to be an actor, so I better go into wrestling. And then here we are. Wait, Ron Stop. Wait, the, the animated character, Ron Stoppable. He was going to be the voice, yeah. He auditioned for it. <laughs> but he didn't get it, and he took that as a sign from the universe. To do wrestling and stuff. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. 
a, a whole meme song later. Here yeah. we are. <laughs> that is a great walk-on song. It's really good. I don't good, understand yeah. why no comedians walk onto that. That is it's too I... powerful. That's why <laughs> you can you can't you can't bring that on. You can't match up to that song. He, he is yeah he is great I want him to do I don't know what I want him to do I, have you ever listened to the Steve Austin podcast no Steve Austin. Stone, I do like Stone Cold though I watched a because he did his Hot Ones interview when he was cool. and he was weirdly compelling because he was talking about beer and how that tells you about a man and yeah. stuff he has this weird like old timey thing but then I listened to it and it was just him he gets like Che Guevara not Che Guevara <laughs> <laughs> not Che Guevara <laughs> Chavo Guerrero yeah <laughs> they are not the same no they are Shake, not Shake no, Guevara is not yeah they not yeah he goes real Joe Rogan with Shake yeah. Guevara <laughs> <laughs> wow I just woke up can you tell yeah. <laughs> he yeah it was alright give it a listen if you like Stone Cold I do man yeah 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 the um yeah, he he is just this. I he's, just couldn't figure out John Cena, and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, <laughs> is John Cena on the podcast? Not yet. I don't think. I think John Cena's too big now. Like he's not really. I mean, he must be on. Not too big, but I mean, you know, Stone Cold's big. But. Well, I'm sorry, but Robert Downey Jr. did Rogan. That's true. Yeah, but just so but, promote Doolittle. That's true. Really <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on and defend blackface. Yeah. To promote his movie Animal Speak. <laughs> <movie. laughs> that's a weird moment. I in know, his life. right? I know, but yeah. I I haven't seen Chopper. I actually haven't seen Chopper Fund, so mm. I can't comment. On, I can't comment on it's it. It's a it's a it's a weird one. I just I, I don't have any because I feel like it's hard to because he was playing an actor. He's playing yeah. a guy in black. But it's like, there's always a weird thing with comedians having loads of uh, offshoots defending yeah. blackface. Whenever it comes up, not just with Tropic Thunder, yeah. there's one, like, there's always a backstory to it. Like on the Lethal Weapon episode of It's Always Sunny, there's yeah. always like some really long tangential reasoning that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they need is like, we need to be foolproof if yeah. we're going to do this. Like, yeah. 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 Just don't do blackface. Yeah, maybe, sorry. yeah. Just don't, just don't fucking do it. So, it's just always, yeah. It's always uncomfortable, isn't it? it? Is. Like, no matter what you're I've doing. never well, I don't think I've ever seen someone do it on stage. Mm. Which is I mean they yeah. I'm quite which is quite I think it's quite lucky considering. I mean they'd have to just sit there yeah. <laughs> in the face and that would be terrible. Would be. Mm, I mean the history of it too is all menstrual stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wait, have I seen someone do that? No I haven't. Like which is weird because on the open mic scene I'd have expected to have seen at least one person mm. try and do it. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the <laughs> the final end of mm. so, played-out material is blackface. So, when did you start getting the bug for performing? I was like 17, and my drama teacher said I should do it. So I did it at a talent show, uh, and my friends were in wait, the audience. You, you didn't, oh, wait, wait, so you did stand-up at a talent show? So we were doing a, an Edinburgh... I, I, know, I mean, like, performing in general. Oh, performing in general. Oh, right. Uh, I, it was like... We're not just about stand-up, I, went to, I went to Stagecoach for five years. What? Where I learned, Did you? Where I learned, well, I wanted to... I was watching The Simpsons. There was an episode of The Simpsons where Bart wants to do ballet, and I wanted to be like Bart. And I <laughs> failed. I'd failed at skateboarding. I tried, and I fell down this really big hill. Oh. And I never took it up again, which, of course, is not the lesson of skateboarding no. at all. Uh, I hope it's not a prophetic thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I never got up. Um, and I... So I was like, well, Bart did ballet. I could do that. So I went to, I was like, I want to do ballet, mum. And she was like, okay, the stagecoach, they do an hour of singing, an hour of dance, an hour of drama. And I was like, Great. How old were you at this point? That was 13 to, 
yeah, to like 16, 17. Oh, I think I stopped you. when I went to six one. Yes, it was a while. I got my gold. They give you rewards. They give you a little statue. You get gold, uh, a keyring of gold ballet shoes when you're there for seven years. At that point, it's you gotta go. Yeah. Was <laughs> because also I didn't have uh, I didn't have a lot of friends in secondary school. Or like I didn't really get along with people there that much. That's why. So uh, it was a good thing to do to get me out of the house because otherwise I was just watching Futurama all the time. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. And <laughs> yeah, and I just got really into it. I wish I could still dance. I can't dance now, and I can't sing either. So it was wasted time. <laughs> Seven years, I'm washed up. That's in, but yeah. I, I think you're the first person who admits at 13 that they wanted to do ballet. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't for any, I wish it was for like a Billy Elliot, like, inspirational <laughs> reason, but no, it was actually on the way. Oh, like, I'm fighting, it, I'm fighting like, back against me dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'll like do that. it. Let me kick against the riot shields, Dad. Oh. No, my dad loves theater, actually. He is oh, really cool. cries at theater and stuff. He loves opera as well. Like, he really... I remember he saw Gypsy when it was on with uh, Imelda Staunton. It was this play that was... Uh, and he, he was he kept talking about it. Mm. But weirdly, he loves theater, but his taste in movies is terrible. I remember he came to me, he was like, he, he saw the new Jumanji with Kevin Hart. That's meant like, to be good. He was obsessed with it. He saw it in a play, he was like, son, you got to see this. You Apparently it's good. Is it good? Is that, well, okay. Okay. I've, I've seen it. So I've seen the, I saw the, um, the, the first, the first Kevin Hart version. Yeah. And that was really good. I'm sure it's and good, that, but it's then, not. He talked it, about it like it was, <laughs> it changed his life. He was like, you got to see this movie. And oh. he loves Tom Cruise too. He's I love Tom Cruise. Oh, me, I mean, why can't your dad come on this? He could talk for. Yeah, he could talk. I love Tom Cruise. There's a lot wrong with Tom Cruise. I, yeah, I just don't get him. I don't think. I don't. Because, I mean, I've watched the old movies and stuff. I love, like, some of them are really good. Like, Not I mean. Cocktail. I haven't seen Top Gun. I haven't even seen Top Gun, so maybe I need to see the classics first before I before I state my you uh, haven't seen state my Top case. Gun. Oh yeah. my god, there's a sequel coming out this year. I know, year, I need so, to catch well, up. Yeah, I need well, to. Hopefully, well, hopefully it's coming well, out. Yeah, this I better year. I better watch the old one. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I won't be able to catch up. But the, the, the Top Gun extended universe could be a fun one. To be I fair. know, right? Anyway, um, sorry. So, you've reached the end of my part one conversation with the wonderful Daniel McKeon. If you liked what you heard, please click up and listen to more. See you there.